It's the Playhouse Podcast with Kat and JJ on demand, even if you're on the can. Dude, come on. Is it really that rare for a woman to never hold a baby? That's coming up in just a little bit. Here we go. Get out with LPP. Can you help me? issues we like to throw them on the radio and get people's response because usually it's pretty good sense of therapy we welcome elise to the show this morning and we know it has to do with your brother's girlfriend you want to break this down for us well you know i mean they haven't been dating that long like i want to say it's like 45 days or something like that that's specific and yeah yeah and 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 she's like so comfortable like she texts my mom all the time you know like she's like buddy buddy with my dad she'll punch him on the shoulder whatever <laughs> like she she comes in the house makes herself at home puts yeah. her feet up and everything and like it's just she's too friendly it's like too soon to be that buddy buddy with everybody it's, are I, you I don't feeling know, just, like a little jealous i feel like you're maybe putting that off no it, it's not jealousy it's just like I don't know. It's just too much too soon. Like, yeah, you know, it's just rubbing me the wrong way. Does anyone else have red flags in your family? Are they seeing the same thing? I I really haven't discussed it with anybody else. Yeah. You're just noticing that it's too much. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Let's do this real quick. I'm going to put you on hold for half a second. Imagine this was your brother, Michael, your little brother Mm -hmm. and his wife now. But let's say they start dating. They start coming around, and she just doesn't sit back, and she yeah. is just out there. She's putting her feet up on your furniture. She's texting your mom all the time. So when Elise texted us yesterday, she failed to right now include her reference to Taylor Swift, where she said that it seems like Taylor Swift has known that family a lifetime and that she's too comfortable with them, hanging on Donna Kelsey, hanging on Kylie Kelsey. So... Sometimes people just want to feel like they fit in. Maybe you understand. Maybe this girl comes from a family that has been disconnected. Maybe I, get into her psyche. I a think there's bit. a little jealousy going on here. That's what it sounded yeah, like. Maybe. To me. When you heard this, what were your first thoughts? I mean, it's your brother's girlfriend. Do you have any say in this whatsoever? OPP this morning just had a lease on. And bottom line is, she's got a brother who's got <laughs> yeah. a new girlfriend, and this girl is becoming entirely too comfortable with their family. She's like, she's been around for 45 days, texts my mom all day, every day. She'll punch my dad in the arm. Flop down on the couch, feet on the cushions, everything. Like, she's just like one of the family. There really is nothing better, though, than to feel like you fit in right away. Maybe she feels like that. Maybe you just got to make her feel even more welcome. Until she does something nasty. This doesn't sound like terrible stuff. This is the cynical world we're living in where somebody is just being a nice, jovial person yeah. and we're finding fault in it. That is so odd. You know, at least maybe you got to text your mom more. Maybe you got to punch uh, your dad in the shoulder. Maybe they love that. How's Tina doing this morning? I'm doing good. First, we're great, too. Thanks for asking. First thought when you heard this this morning, what were you like? What was the first thing that went through your head? Well, I think she's completely insecure with herself, and she's jealous that her brother's girlfriend has a relationship with her parents that I think she only wishes she had. That's what I, yeah, that's what I think, too. Like, she's noticing all this stuff. She's like, "Mm -mm," like, you're moving in on my territory, but maybe you need to 
appreciate what you right. have. You know, one of the bit. things that I wish I would have asked when we had her on the phone was that, has your brother been hurt really bad before? Because sometimes, you know, family wants to step in and protect other family members, especially if they've been through some kind of trauma. So I would have got like, you know, if this guy was gaga for some girl and then found out that she was, uh, you know, while he was away lining up other stuff or, mm-hmm. or whatever. But I didn't catch any of that right now. I caught the, the dad part and the mom part. That's what seemed to stick, uh, stick out for me. Yeah, I think it's a lot of jealousy and insecurities. Yeah. Right. If you had to kick either Kat or myself out of your family, who would you choose to Why bounce? Why do you do that? <laughs> I don't think I'd kick either one of you out. You're let's, say you, let's say you have to. You have to or everyone you know is going to die immediately. When you listen, who stresses you out the most? You don't want to be have that in your life. Who's the least uh, Who stresses me out? Yep. You guys, that's a hard one. I can't say. I don't know. Neither it, one. It's JJ. I, I'm not going to hang awful. up until you give us an answer. <laughs> then you can hang up. You can hang up. I have I have to go to work. Have oh, a good day. Oh, oh, I you, love you. it. You're the best, Tina. Thank you so much. <laughs> Normally what happens when we bring people on our show is we know just enough to go, oh, this could be fun to have on the radio. And knowing that you're kind of in a situation where you're training someone at work, I get it. It's frustrating, especially if you've been there like a long time and everything is kind of second nature to you. Yeah. Then have to try and get somebody up to your speed can be difficult. And we're kind of on that line, right? Uh, so we got this new hire okay. and, you know, they trusted me to train her. So I've been trying to train her, get her ramped up. But this girl is dumb. <laughs> like they asked me. Yeah, it's been tough because they asked me, they're like, how's she doing? And I can't tell them the truth. Like, you know, like she's not picking up basic computer stuff. I'm at the point where I'm just like, will she forget breathing if I don't remind her? <laughs> and it's just crazy watching this go down. And I don't know what to tell them because, one, I don't want them to, you know, think that I don't know how to train someone. Yeah. And, two, if she gets fired, I, I, she, she, I don't know what she would do. I think you should just be honest with them because you can say, like, I'm training her. I'm telling her what to do every day, and she's not absorbing this information. So if we can look at it long term, is she going to continue to do this? Should we just put out a new help wanted ad because this is a waste of my time? Hey, Jared, thanks for calling back, man. How are you? Not too bad. My bad. I lost you. That's, That's all, right. all right. That's all right. So, uh, I mean, ballpark it for me. How many people have you trained in over the years? I mean, I've been in business for almost 20 years, so I would say probably over 100. I'd have to sit down and count. But. And so all what those, po- yeah. What position are you training for first? Like, what What do you guys do? Tree service. Okay, Tree so you, service. You, you're trimming and, and figuring that out. How many people, uh, like percentage of people that you bring aboard are just failures? Uh, most of them. No, really? a lot of them don't make the cut. Man, ah, that's a yeah, funny tree joke. Is it called? What? That's a funny tree joke. Well, yeah, I guess it's true. Though. <laughs> He's not having. You no, know, you get you get you you search out for climbers, and then they call it back and say, "Well, I used to climb trees when I was a kid. Does that count?" <laughs> you know, guys like that. <laughs> and I mean, there's a lot at stake. People's lives are at stake. If you're cutting it down and it goes the wrong way, like some people just don't pay attention to that stuff. There's a, there's probably a lot in oh, that yeah. field. So you're saying the majority of the people that you try to hire are just going to be failures. Well, I mean, no, I don't try to think that way, but that's just the case. Yeah, it's a tough business, you know? So, and then even 
we're on a different level. We do a lot of the tricky high risk stuff. So you get guys that are used to working on one crew and they come and they're just like, yeah, you guys are crazy. You all got your, uh, you got all the digits, Jared? What's that? You got all your fingers? Oh, yeah. Yep. They're all there. All right. Good for you. (laughs) Thanks for checking in, man. I appreciate it. Have a great morning. I can't imagine. Can you imagine knowing that when you put out an ad, that yeah. the majority of the people that apply for that ad that you would consider for that job are going to be failures. I think it's pretty bleak right now. I think that that's not just our tree tree cutting services. I think it's like every single Listen, we have company. I don't business. know why I'm still. Are you on these emails still? Which ones? The ones for our company. Like which ones? The ones that. Oh, no, I'm not. So uh, for some reason. <laughs> oh, I love I'm them when still, they come in like. I'm from my previous job with this company. Uh, I'm still on an email list when anybody applies for a job. Yeah. And sometimes I look at the resumes or even the way they write their first email. And I'm like, how could, how do you expect presenting this? I know. To become willfully employed. But that's what I'm saying. There are so many classes that need to be in the curriculum for high school because it will better prepare you for the world. You won't look like a dummy dumb. If you're going to apply for a job, you need to know what to put on your resume. What's the old phrase? The world needs ditch diggers too. Bingo! How fun! Last week, someone lost an eye at bingo. Bingo! Bingo what bingo? Bingo! Bingo! We're always able to pull some amazing stories from listeners with this bit. We call it listener bingo, and here's how it works. The phones are on hold, so you can't call until you hear both of our scenarios. Kat's going to pitch one. I'm going to pitch one. And as soon as I say go, we'll take the very first person through that fits one of these and get your story. Interested to know maybe you're somebody listening who... Whoever threw that epic party when your parents left. Like, you woke up and you had, like, a red Solo cup and stuff drawn on your face and it was one of those parties, this party in Cincinnati. Did you see the news story at all? She's 18. Her parents go out of town. She throws this party. They come home to just chaos. My countertops come apart from the wall now (laughs) because they were standing and dancing on counters. Somebody ate my plant and (laughs) threw it at (laughs) (laughs) The, The video of the interview is so much funnier than what you just heard. It is, she's deadpan talking about how they glued cups to her counter and cinnamon everywhere. And who parties like that? That's 18 year olds. Yeah, I guess. So you threw that epic party. Mine is anyone listening whose pet has cost you more than a thousand dollars. Oh yeah. I was telling over the weekend, somebody, the story about the first weekend that we had our dog and it ate like $200. I had on the counter. Yeah. I had four $50 bills. Actually, I had five because I had a $250 check that I had cashed for something. And I had five $50 bills laying on our center island. Uh-huh. And the puppy was brand new. I mean, we'd just gotten her. And all of a sudden, there was one. <sighs> and that dog was just looking at me like, oh, my God, you're not going to cut me open and take these. And I wait, I waited out dog poop and never got that back. Ouch. Monica, who gets the bingo here, cat or myself? Cat. Yes, you got to tell me about that epic party. What went down? Oh, oh not cat. Cat does not oh. get the bingo. Oh, oh I thought you said cat. cat. Oh. It was, oh, so it, your phone might have cut off. Oh, so you have, you, have, you have a pet then that has done more than $1,000 worth of damage. Tell us. Absolutely. We adopted a dog last year, and we had her for three weeks. We were playing in the yard. 
tore her ACL and dislocated her knee and cost us $5,000. Oh, oh, man. Oh, my God. That's crazy. I didn't know dogs tore their ACLs. I feel like they're just... She, she's a runner, and she can turn on a dime, and she turned on a dime, and... And came up lame on her lame leg, and that was it. Well, she, how do you, the emergency vet. How do you even know? You know they're in pain, but, like, they can't tell you, you know? You're just like. Well, they're limping. Yeah. Was she whining then, too? Like, uh, uh, uh. She was crying, and uh, so, and it was a Friday night. Mm. I had to take her to the emergency vet yeah. on the next morning. And then they said, um, yeah, so that cost us 1500 for the emergency vet, and then they put us on the surgery schedule, which was another five thousand dollars. Wow! You still no, got this dog? Had her for three weeks. What's that? You still have the dog? We do. We love her, mm. and she brought. And the reason we got her was we lost one of our other dogs, and our original dog was so sad and depressed for nearly two years Aww. that. Decided to get another one, and he's come out of his shell again. He's back to his old self. So she has done what we wanted her to do, was bring back our original dog and his attitude and his happiness. $5,000 cash for you at 640 Friday morning during the live show. We're also going to be giving away a full car detail, a tattoo, and every time that Taylor interrupts our show before the Super Bowl... Friday morning, you get an extra $104 cash. It's going to be a lot of fun. You should be back up in here for the live show Friday. Right now, let's get back into the podcast. From Chelsea, she says, first, love the show. Hoping that you can throw me a pair of tickets for the First Steps Baby Expo. We got you. We got you, girl. She says, my sister is pregnant with her second. I'd love to gift them to her. Secondly... I'm a little nervous about the future. I'm selling my house and moving in with my sister and her family for a year before I leave overseas. And I have such anxiety about this baby. I love my nephew who's four. Cool. I can deal with a four-year-old. I just don't know why I have such anxiety about holding and being around babies. I have no urge to ever be a mom. They make me nervous. And I know she's going to ask me to do something for it, hold it, help. And I don't know if I can. Being a female is this strange or are there more women out there that feel this way? I was kind of this way. I didn't grow up with any little cousins guy, or anything. Though. I know, but what? What? She's asking females like she feels weird. We are born with that maternal instinct where it's almost you like so? you just know. It's a, It almost is like you just know. From when you're a baby, you have those babies that wet themselves. You know how to change the oh. diaper with one hand. Sure. You know, so it's like. Um, I get that you might feel a little out of place. I don't think you're the only one. I would um, bet that we've got listeners that have never held a baby before. I think female listeners. I feel like if you are put in that situation and your sister really needs you, I think you'll be able to pull it out of you and hold the baby. you'll be the awkward one. Like your arms will be way out. And you'll be walking. Or you won't know what to do. Maybe That's have so... the sister, you know, set up the pillow underneath the arm like you do for the three-year-old holding their sister yeah. for the first time and then sit in the recliner. Maybe that'll ease your discomfort a little bit. Then you come home and she's flipping the baby like cocktail and the <laughs> bottles and everything like that. Like she gets I hope it. Not. I, um, w- I would be curious to see if we have any women listening who have never held a baby. Like yeah, that you're an adult woman that's never held a baby. Blows my mind. I met one uh, like a year one. and a half ago. I'm, I've only met one. That's why it's so notable. I'm like, are you 
serious right now? You've never, I get the whole not changing a diaper. Maybe you've just never been in that position or anything like that, but you've never ever held a baby. So it doesn't, I think she would have included any situation where why, like, did she drop a baby? I think she would have included that. Looking for any women that have just never held babies. And Heather, uh, I appreciate you holding here. This is you. You've never held a baby? My sister has three babies, and I've never held any of them. (gasps) You're the aunt. You've never held one of the babies that your sister gave birth to? No, no. I am just... I, I'm so scared that I'm going to drop them because you know how they say like the baby's head is soft and like you know you got to. <laughs> I'm so scared, like I'm going to drop it. So I, I'm like, no, no, we'll not hold the baby. You're just fine. What would be a scenario that you would? Like if she just like it was an emergency and she needed you to hold the baby, you would say no? Yeah, if she was sick and she's like, oh, my God, I'm going to throw up here, hold my baby, you still would say no? Oh, God, no. I I, I don't I, I don't know. I That's too much pressure. I don't, I don't think I could. Have you ever been so disappointed in the service that you have not left a tip? You just walked away and you stiffed them. I've never stiffed anybody. My grandfather has always taught me leave a tip that leaves a message. And so he's a good tipper until he needs to not be a good tipper. Like he'll leave five cents or he'll leave 15 cents. And there you're like, you got to think you're forced to think, well, did I give them their water? You know, was I attentive to them? Was their food correct? Was I smiling? When I was a junior in high school, I dated the richest girl in like our city. Yeah. Her dad was an attorney. Her mom was uh her mom was a lawyer as well. They they were loaded. And she took me out to dinner mm. and left a penny <gasps> as a tip to prove a point because it was such bad service. Was it bad service or was she like, blowing it, it out? It wasn't of great service. I think she was used to better. Yeah. For me, I wasn't like, that was horrible. Like I was like, that was good food and I didn't have to pay for it. But she left a penny. She's like, that was disgusting. I'm going to let me leave him a message. Yeah. Then I got this DM this morning and Danny said, well, don't use my real name. So this isn't really from Danny. He said, my family and I went to the small mom and pop restaurant last weekend. Service, pretty poor. Mm-hmm. We left an hour after not getting our food at the table. Needless to say, oh, oh, and they said, and then we took our food to go. All right, so they did get food. Okay. Needless to say, the servers, we didn't leave the servers a tip because of the long wait. Now I feel bad about leaving a tip. The owners, it turns out, were away at a graduation. Mm-hmm. The servers were young, young and experienced. My question is, I'd like to write an apology letter and bring in a tip for the servers. Do I send it to the owners, bring it to their attention? That the servers didn't do a great job while I was away. I don't want to get them in trouble. Or do I just drop it off and find one of the servers and give it to them? If you don't want to get anybody in trouble, just say, I left and I totally, I I realized down the road we weren't able to come back that I didn't tip. So I'd like to leave this for whoever my server was. How do you, I mean, maybe you don't remember the name. Then what do you do? But are they like this all the time? I mean, the owners can't always be around. That's why I wanted to open up my own business where I go in and I'm like a ghost and I check out the lay of the land, who's behaving, who's doing right by their managers, and then I like tattle So if in a secret way. you were Danny, would you go back and give some money to him? If I felt like they deserved it, yeah. It's obviously grinding away on it. Would you do this? Would you go back and leave a tip even though you kind of stiffed him? That's our big question mm-hmm. here. Bethany? So 
I think if she's going to bring a tip in, she should definitely bring it to the attention of the owners because I wouldn't want them to leave the place again and leave it in the hands exactly. of incapable staff. That is a good, uh, that's a good point, right? Lesson learned? Yeah. I, um, like I said, when the cat's away, the mice will play. You want to make sure that if you do have to go out of town, owners will not always be around. You want to make sure that your staff is doing right by, like, if you were there. Keith, thoughts on this, man? Well, I think she should because it might not have been her fault. It might have been the kitchen's fault. Yeah. And oh. uh, the bad service might have been just because she was waiting for the kitchen to get the food out. That's Very a good true. looking out. I mean, most of us don't think about that. If the food isn't because the face to face interaction you have with your waiter or waitress, is, yeah. they're the face of it, right? And it's always their fault if the food is wrong. But, you know, if there are food runners, they can't always take the time and make sure that everything is exactly how you want. Is there the dairy-free cheese and stuff like that? But you as the waitress who took the order knows what they ordered. I think it's your responsibility to lay some eyes on it. Your tip depends on it. Yeah. Right. And I totally lied. We went to Chicago this last summer, went to Luminati's. Do you remember that story I told you? She, she like hip checked me on purpose. (laughs) She was so rude. Didn't crack a smile. Anything I asked for, which was a refill on my water. And then I asked her some olive oil was like, I was asking her to go to the moon and get the olive oil and bring it back. We didn't, and then I didn't even think because we had to walk by Illuminati's 20 times uh, while we were there. She was, was mean mugging you? No, we didn't see her. But I was like, every time I'm like, we got to walk fast. We got to walk fast. I don't want her to see us. But I did. I did not leave a tip for that woman. I totally forgot about that. But she was bad. She was really bad. 